Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, strong information and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Leo DiCaprio should play the middle Michael B. Jordan to did miss a star Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet We about to talk about bullshit pictures Leo DiCaprio should play the middle Michael B. Jordan should date my star Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet shots we, we about, about to, to talk, talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Podcast. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor, maybe somebody else. Our, Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. I'm loud. Alright, you know what this is. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you might call it, the podcast where we're supposed to talk about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we may, might, maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea that's in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Nady Crosby, a.k.a. Robert Baumain Jr., a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. Bruh Man from the Fifth or Sixth Floor, because I didn't really watch Martin all like that, a.k.a. Uh, who else I is? Rose. Holy man. SoundCloud.com slash The Great Musical, where we post this podcast as well as on iTunes. You can find a new episode of the High Cool Musical podcast as well as a new acapella freestylish show, boy. Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life Van Zant, a.k.a. Kai Dolla Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chadwick Flossman, and even though it was last week, it feels like it's been much longer than that when I say, uh, Sweet Lady. Would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Mm. All right, so let's. But before, or before we get into talking about the movies we've seen, just want to shout out, go listen to last episode where we interview Malik Work from, you know, Bloods vs. Wolves, Wolves uh, Vampires, what's that TV show? Blacklist Redemption, he was in an episode of Broad City, mm-hmm. he teaches, acting, makes music, all that good stuff, so check out episode 59 on SoundCloud, icmovies.wordpress.com. Check that interview out. That's probably an exclusive interview. Exclusive. That's a fact. So, you got uh, it on there, as well as the in- in- 
the interview individually on youtube.com slash the great musical and if anybody wants to promote this here podcast hit somebody up where's my sponsors we need interns we need interns that's a fact promote we need fact checkers who just is somebody who's trying to learn the game we offer internships and posters out you here get posters out of it you get uh we'll pay you in posters we'll pay you in posters and we maybe give you one merch item yeah of your choice you ain't getting more than you can't get a hat and a shirt yeah you you reach you pick one or the other <laughs> all right so i assume we might have seen the same movies this week for the first time ever uh-huh <laughs> so did you see anything besides baby driver in the house i didn't see Nope, I didn't see nothing else because I didn't watch nothing, I don't think. Right, Unless so you count the Puss in Boots on Netflix special, <laughs> Choose Your Own Adventure special, Something which it like. wouldn't let me choose my adventure. Yeah, they but not only wasn't uh, it not Antonio Banderas' voice. Of course not. Which, But I feel like he could have just did that. It was he a 23 minute. I'm confused. What was, else is he doing? It was still pretty funny. The animation definitely wasn't like it is in the movies. <laughs> <They laughs> That's fl- the other thing. They threw that together. Yeah. Well, yep, those are the only two movies I saw. All right, we'll start with the first movie that we both seen, which was Baby Driver, <laughs> starring our boy Ansel Elgort. Is this going to be the turning of the tide? Is it going to be same old, same old Ansel sucks? Or is he going to be fastly moving his way out of being the godfather of the stinky boys? Huh. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all right. What'd you think about that movie? Just to start off with, Ansel, he had a defining career moment in this film. <laughs> it was a chase scene, not in his car, on foot. On foot, where he was looking like Usain Bolt when now, it came to the sprinting. Mm-hmm, now this was the moment where I was like, "We about to get that Ansel run." <laughs> And when that young man stood straight up, <laughs> legs and arms going. He actually had good posture. Like, Ansel Elgert is a star. <laughs> well, that's the, because when I was watching the movie, shockingly, it hit me at the very beginning that this is a movie starring Ansel Elgert. Uh-huh. The movie was going on. I was fine. Mm-hmm. And then when he started running. I was like, here we go. <laughs> I, I, I was okay. like. <laughs> here it comes. I was, I was like, I'm about to be ultra critical. And then he started running. I was like, he didn't have that diversion run. He sure looked didn't. like a buffoon in Divergent. <laughs> Cart- Un- if you haven't seen that, I always recommend typing Ansel Elgert running in Divergent. That, that was, the- was insane. <laughs> Unbelievable. I believe it's in the exact movie is Insurgent, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Insurgent. Either way, it was ridiculous. So maybe that was just his character. Maybe Ansel is an amazing actor. And he really gets in the character. Or where, the other way around. He's an amazing actor, so he was able to run well in this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> that run fits Ansel better much more. Yeah, that <laughs> little, was crazy. That man. spaz run, that uh, fit him to a T. So get that out the way. Ansel Elgert is a superstar. That, that he did. didn't bring the movie down. Nope. He he barely spoke in the movie, which was good. He barely spoke, which... Woo, <laughs> he's in his pocket then. Edgar Wright might be a genius. Them two together? <laughs> They might be the new Michael B. and uh, except for they don't do the funny business like <laughs> Michael B. and Ryan Coogler. <laughs> yeah, Ansel Elgert was dare I say, good. Yeah, he wasn't. He was fine in the movie. He was overshadowed by a one John, Jamie Fox and oh, John, John Hill was good. Both of them. Now I read an article that said 
John Barenthal was like great in this movie. He was in there for five seconds. I was disturbed. I kept thinking when like certain parts was gonna happen. I'm like, this is when he comes back in the movie. I, yeah, I thought he was gonna come back at the end for the last little heist. That's pretty weird that that he's now becoming a star in real life. That he had a, such a tiny role in this movie. See, maybe they made that movie a while ago back when he was, you know, just a guy getting the side gigs. I guess so. But I also don't like that a, article that deceived the crap out of me. That's weird. And it, it the way it looked, it kind of looked like maybe they cut a lot out. They might have. Because he was just at the beginning, as was Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, he played the part of the second team with Jamie Foxx. The, not the Asian? Yeah, not the Asian. Okay. And then the singer Sky Fiera, whatever his, her name is, played Baby's Mom. Apparently, Killer Mike and Big Boy were in this movie. Somebody point that out to me. Get it like a, I didn't see him. Somebody go to the movie, take a picture of that scene in the movie, and send it to your boy because I didn't see it. They got me thinking. No, but it, that was a Run of Jewels song, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what that's about. Maybe they were in very incognito costumes. Like a... Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson from Power Rangers when they were in the Power Rangers movie. Which I could have sworn when I saw the movie in theaters, they weren't in it. But when I just recently watched it, they were in the movie. Looking up at the sky. Yeah, these people just like Tyrese in this past Transformers. <laughs> they say he's in it. I didn't see him. But mind you, I fell asleep in the middle of the movie. <laughs> so he could have been in that little quick part, but who knows. Yeah. Back to Baby Driver. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It had one of my favorites, actually. had all the action. It was funny. The performances were great. Every, usually in these movies, you got somebody where you're like, oh, it was terrible. You didn't have that in this movie. Nope, everybody was good. Uh, at first, I was like, how is this music thing going to work? Because I don't want to hear songs nonstop. Yeah. But they made it sweet where Baby didn't have his iPod, so there was no music. Mm-hmm. In that part, and I liked how they did all that, and I like how they um, added like the natural sounds that would be happening, whether it was him tapping on his car or whatever. Added that into the with the music, and then the, the storyline because Edgar Wright, we all know he's creative from like the Scott Pilgrim stuff, but little things he added in this movie was sweet. Um, the script was good. Little twists and turns were good. I didn't know. I knew they were criminals, murderers. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't know. And I don't <laughs> want to give no spoilers just because it's a good movie. So this is one I'll actually hold. Yeah, I'm trying to some spoilers. I'm trying to say what I want to say without spoiling the movie. There's a uh, per a character's trait that they kind of like. Like it kind of plays a big part in the movie for why they do such a thing but then as the movie goes on seems like to get out of this peculiar situation this person starts to do things that was against his character and the transition yeah. was a little too like too not it was just like all right jump to it without no thought about it just it was just too, too i do was pushed to the edge yeah so i just wish that part was done a little better like maybe like one more extra little nod or something or maybe show the struggle but you know, that was just one of the few little n- things that I had a problem with in the movie. Yeah, that, that's the only thing I didn't like that that person was able to go to that so quickly. But uh, like you said, the music was good, how they use it in the movie. 
there was more music than there was words. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see how some people don't like that, but like what you were saying, how he did it with the movie and the fact that his or baby's character was somebody who always listens to music and barely spoke. He even made a mention of it when he was talking to Deidre. I don't remember her name already. Oh, Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. When he said, when he was telling her that. I've said more words to you today than I have in the past six months or something. Yeah, some long period of time. So that's just uh, that's just a good element to throw in a movie to help explain why, when especially since he's the main character, why things were barely said compared to the movie part. Um, the first, dr- uh, the beginning of the movie with the getaway scene with baby driving in, uh, in the car. That scene was dope. Probably one of my favorite scenes to come out of a movie this year. And that's what made me say to myself in the theater, Edgar Wright should direct the last Fast and the Furious movie. Whatever that is, let that movie go out with an Edgar Wright-style bang. Because if he's able to help write the script... Put in it. Oh, if he wrote the script, this movie would be crazy. Of course, Vin Diesel ain't going to let him write the whole script. No, because he's like... My boy uh, Chris, whatever his yeah. name is, got to write it. He wrote all these yeah. since Tokyo. We need the crazy, crazy action scenes that he's gonna write. With that dude wrote Tokyo Draft. He probably was like, "Please, I promise you, I will do. I better. can fix it." That was because y'all didn't give me the characters. Y'all gave me Bow Wow and a uh, <laughs> stupid voice. <laughs> <laughs> so then I gave him another chance. He did Fast and Furious. They looked at him like. You lucky we made money because the critics hate this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'm going to stop trying so hard. He said, you know what? I'm going to get out of my own head. <laughs> and I'm writing scenes where we drive in big old uh, safes across the uh-huh. city. And then it's all she wrote from there. But yeah, let Edgar write, direct, and help write a Fast and the Furious movie. That will be dope. Because he showed his he showed his directing skills over the years. He showed how he can do car chases and whatnot in this movie without a big budget. Mm-hmm. Just like the the choreography of the cars was dope. So put that on top of a ginormous budget that Fast and the Furious is gonna have, and then let him write some sweet lines. He'll have Tyrese going back in his bag, being as funny as he was in Furious Seven. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, who else? Like you said, John Hamm was a. Uh, did great in this movie. He was only overshadowed to me by Jamie Foxx because Jamie Foxx reminded you how great of an actor he is. Mm-hmm. Sleepless, which is a movie I believe he dissed at the BT Awards. And dissed again <laughs> and in his Instagram comments. He was like, I told y'all this was going to be better than Sleepless. Because <laughs> at first I was mad because I was on this podcast saying Sleepless is a, a cool movie. It's very forgettable because when I go back and rank my movies after I see them, when I get to Sleepless... I don't know how I truly feel about that movie, but I said that his performance was kind of trash in there. This, so when you so you come up to this movie, you got you are you doubting his talents a little bit, even though you know how multi talented he is. And then you watch this movie and you see, oh yeah, I forgot, Jamie Foxx is a talented actor. You uh-huh. see how this is a guy who won Os- or yeah Oscar for Ray does great and you know his comedy and all that other stuff. And when it comes to acting, he's great. So this just reminded you of that. In my opinion, I thought he did the best job in the movie, but John Hamm was great. His role was different than what I thought it was going to be. So that was a nice change of pace. I wasn't expecting him to ultimately be the character that he was. 
Yeah, I just thought it was a great movie. The, it's 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 a rifle that it has 98 or whatever percent uh-huh. of Rotten Tomatoes. I, I was like, there ain't no way. But then I saw it and I was like, yep. And Ansel, like you said, Ansel didn't ruin the movie. Ansel Ogre. This dude has a career turnaround. He's off. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate him. Yeah. So I think we can officially say that Ansel. Ansel he did it. Go. We said <laughs> we no. give you to a baby driver. So now when we see him on our award show and he's dressed like a clown, that's just yeah. Ansel being Ansel. The ultimate test is going to be when we see it, though. Because if, if he was to do a TV award show and he was dressed like Edward Scissorhands I mean, with I, Hot Topic. I'm not going to watch him on award shows or something. Because <laughs> I want to keep the good spirits I have for Ansel. Treat him like those sad dog commercials or whatever with the sad music. You just got to turn the channel or turn your mm. head. Because this is, this is a career turnaround. He went from being in the Fault in All Stars having a Pacers jersey on with no underneath shirt looking sure. wild. Running like running a buffoon, like an idiot, dressing insurgent. stupid, dressing crazy on listening all these to shows. who was a share yeah, at was the Billboard Music Awards into the sky, swaying like Stevie Wonder. Doing, I mean, he's done countless other shenanigans. Oh man, he was Instagram thirsty with Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's got he's been put on punishment by us at least three times. He was the God MC himself, and he started dropping banger after banger. Dropped a great movie, and that gets you off of there. So there's the Theos and the Mileses and the Nat Wolfs out there. Being smart. If Nat Wolf's grave is being dug deeper <laughs> with this Death Note movie coming out that not one Death Note fan wants to see. I haven't even watched the trailer for it. I'll watch the movie, but... The main issue from Jump, there's, they casted white people. <laughs> and that's different. This is even... Because those are legit Asian people on the show. It's not like, I don't know what race they are. Because their names, last names like Usagi and all them different names. They kept the names. It's What's the problem? On the show, it's in Japan. The movie, Seattle. Yeah, the problem? <laughs> Dang. They are they like... changed the plot of it. Of course. Oh, Hollywood. Steady be not caring. They said we're in a world where... What's that movie with Scarlett Johansson? Ghost in the Shell yeah. that nobody liked. That came out bombed, but you see what they did. Why did they do this? Their explanations were wild, too. So they're like, if they can get away with it, why can't we? It's only so on Netflix. So they announce the stuff, and you see the big, crazy amount of fan backlash, it ain't nothing wrong with selling yourself. All right, we wrong for that. Let's go back and do it the way they want to. So they, they lucky. Because they on Netflix. It's not like we can actually see numbers of their bomb. Very lucky, because it's going to bomb. Ghost in the Shell, we like... We got to watch it like, hmm. Yeah, I'll put this movie out. Made no money on there. They can they can be like, man, mad people watch this movie. What y'all <laughs> talking about? But yeah, so... Tend off from Baby Driver. You thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a great movie. Be interesting to see where this movie falls in at the end of the year when the um, end of the year lists get the coming out. And yeah, I might have to watch it again. Actually, didn't, we actually didn't fall asleep in the movie, shockingly. Nope. Wide awake. And I saw it at nighttime. Saw the 9.15. That spells yeah, that's, death for me. That's sleepy hour. <laughs> on to a movie that I drifted off a little bit on. <laughs> and I surprisingly stayed awake. But did I get sleepy? <laughs> Absolutely. This flick is The House. Now, we both saw this movie. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the house starring Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler, uh, Nick Kroll? The movie was rudely didn't have Jason Manzoukas' name above the title. Yeah. Because he's, it was his movie. 
Practically. <laughs> he had one of the main storylines. It was his home, which yep. I thought it was their home. I from to me too. <laughs> and Nick Crow has played the villain in a movie for I don't know how many straight times. Which is weird because when you look at him, you don't really think of him as like a villain. He has played the villain so... The last three I can just remember off top. Sausage Party, Captain Underpants... This. Oh yeah, and he was the villain in Captain Underpants. It's all the, and they all act very similar to each other. And it's like it's almost like he's digging himself into that's like his he's role villain, now. But he's villain man. He doesn't come off as a villain. He, he plays him fine. It just does, when I he see has him played a villain so much and so odd. But what I liked about the movie is they just got a bunch of random comedians and threw them into the certain rows and just make it fun like that. Jason Manzoukas was real good in it. Uh, he was probably funnier than Amy Poehler in. Amy Will, Poehler was invisible. She really was, and Will Ferrell wasn't that scene either. That's why I'm saying this is a Jason Manzoukas movie. It might have been. They probably did. It probably was his movie, and he probably had like little sidekicks, and then maybe Will Ferrell and Adam McKay came across the storyline, and maybe a company was like, in order for us to make this movie. Yeah, we'll do it if y'all can become a part of it. It was, it was it was something weird, but then I thought it was supposed to be at their house. It was at his house, which made it even more about him. And then I mean, but it was funny. I think like I think with like saying that it was possibly his movie makes sense because the plot of the movie was kind of trash. Yeah. The, it was like they forced the whole no bourbon. They forced the whole um, need to afford the money for their daughter's tuition at the last minute because it wasn't like structured very well like when it comes to them when they created the casino that was very rushed there's no way if you thought the idea having a home casino (laughs) and throw it to like your townspeople that they would be like yeah let's do it they'll be down with it that quickly when it came to the end of the movie, when stuff was wrapping up, they was flying through them scenes. Uh-huh. And then when the last scene where they say, or the daughter says, thank you, uh, you expect like a little heartfelt moment or something. Uh. She, she literally said, thanks for getting me to college or paying for my college or something, and then walked away. <laughs> I was like, huh. <laughs> that was odd. Yep. But, yeah, I thought, like I said, Amy Peller was invisible, which was weird. Well, Farrell had his moments, some funny moments, but he wasn't. You know, shining like he does a lot of times in movies. And that's why I'm like, then who's? It's hard to tell. It was. Yeah, I think, laughed. Yeah, I think it really was his movie, but they just had to put stars around him in order for people to see it, even though it bombed. Yes. Badly. What is it, like? Is it nine or six nine million? Nine million. That's pathetic. That's <laughs> that's bad. It really is. Yeah, I mean, to like sum it up, thought the movie was funny, but. It, I didn't like the how they developed the story, and that was a problem. But other than that, if you want to see a movie where you, that's short and you're going to laugh, yeah. you can go see this. It ain't, it ain't something where you're going to have a terrible time watching it. Yeah, it's not like, huh, this is garbage. <laughs> they just need better screenwriters to or touch it up a little bit. Yeah. All right, so before we... Um, we're moving on. Before we get into some topics for this week's episode, you say you got some new games that you want to introduce? They're not necessarily new. There's some Odie Buffet. Odie Buffavies. Odie But Goodies. Because this is our 60th episode. 
the big six zero. First of all, let me run down. I haven't done this in a while. Box office numbers at number ten, Pirates of the Caribbean two point four million. Number nine, The Mummy two point eight million. Uh, number eight, The Beguiled three point three million. Which I saw whole when we was at the movie theater. Whole tickets to this movie, not ripped or nothing, were sitting in the th- <laughs> in between one of them posts. Nobody wanted it. Uh, what is it? Seven forty-seven meters down, man. Almost just said Mandy Moore because I'm so shocked that she's in a movie. Four point seven million. Did this movie come out in 2016 originally? Uh, the forty-seven meters down. Yeah. Probably. It, it could be one of those movies that when was you look limited. it up it says 2016, but came out in 2016 in our eyes. So I can yeah. I can't even be too sure. We got the house nine point or nine million. Um, at five, Cars three nine point five million. At four, Wonder Woman fifteen point six million. Three, Transformers Last Night seventeen million. Num- number two. <laughs> number two, um, Best Actor Alive Ansel Elgert and Baby Driver twenty one million. And number one, Despicable Me three with seventy five point four million. All of y'all get ready to scoop down one, if not more, um, coming this week when Spider-Man Homecoming comes out. I just want to say, I'm going to make a bold prediction. This is the last Despicable Me movie. Because this has made less than the last one. A lot less than Minions made when it first came out. Yikes. So, because I think Minions opened up with like a hundred and something million. Oh, yeah. This if I'm not done. mistaken. So, I think they know where they're... Um, what people people's interests lie, and that is on the minions. But a lot. What my opinion was, their side characters because yeah, they're they, funny in Despicable Me one and two. They should have never made a spinoff. Yeah, the minions was like, I, I had high hopes for it because they're hilarious. The movie itself, like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they shouldn't be carrying a movie. And Pharrell's probably tired of making beats and stuff for these movies, yeah, anyways. He's, he's like, Hans Zimmer's hitting me up because we got another big blockbuster movie <laughs> to score. And y'all won't sit here when we do these Despicable Me's. Hey, I can't keep coming up with these hits. But Ooh. yeah, so I'm just I'm about to yank this out already. But yeah, so that's my little bow prediction. We're done with these. We might get one or two more minions. We're getting one more minions movie at least, but two more maybe. Unless those numbers are shaky, but how long has All Eyes on Me been up? Three weeks. I think three weeks. Is it out the top ten already? Oh yeah, it's it made one point nine million. This this <laughs> black people movies are so front loaded. Everybody sees it that Friday night, and then after that, it's curtains. That's a movie I want to kind of see again. I don't know why. How long was it comes at night? How long has it been out? Yeah. I think it came out the same. No, it either came out. Did it come out this? I think it did come out this. No, I saw it. Okay, it came out the week before. It came out the same weekend as The Mummy. It came out a week before All Eyes on Me, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, now I know that ain't like a big, wide movie. Mm-hmm. But just seeing it at sitting at 161,000. Some (laughs) just to put it in perspective, a movie that's out on Blu-ray, The Fate of the Furious, (laughs) made around the same amount. Yeah, and that still has times at like AMC theaters and stuff. So yeah, it's pretty bad. Anyways, let me get into my first game. Let me get my theme song already. Any ads coming up? 
You know what this means. We got another game uh, for the 60th episode. Brother, brother, brother. Brothers, brothers, or brother. All right. If you don't know what this is, this is when I name three actors. Some of them siblings. I give you a plot of the movie and the role that they will be playing. And he tells me which actor will be best suited for this role. This next one is about a musician who was popular during their times. They had a couple hits or so. They wasn't the top of the top. But then they were um, like a promising act and they get hooked on all the drugs and all the fame and money and they start losing it all and they hit rock bottom and it's just about their rise back to the top. Okay. Now for this role, who would you like to see in it? Maggie Gyllenhaal? Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal? Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> Not Maggie Gyllenhaal. Because you ain't going to give me Michael B. and Jake Gyllenhaal for anything and make me choose Maggie Gyllenhaal. It could be a role of a woman, and I'm going to still <laughs> pick one of them. There's going to be two great options like that. For this one, I'm going with Jake Gyllenhaal. This seems like a perfect role for him to show off his immaculate acting skills because he's going to mm-hmm. have to be have some range. And this would be the type of movie that... Awards people probably like. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you ever got them uh, musicians on drugs, that smells of award season. So, uh-huh. Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. Now, this is a rare one because I have four options for you. All right. This is about a young girl um, living in New York, working in the fashion industry, uh, higher up businesses, and, you know, the type of movie where uh, the landscape of New York is one of the cast members. Now, this young b- businesswoman is on the search for her long-lost twin. Your options are Mary-Kate Olsen, Ashley Olsen, oh my gosh. Elizabeth Olsen, or Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Seeing how this seems like such a either... A movie nobody will see if it's at the movies. Or a a directed DVD (laughs) joint like all the Mary-Kate and Ashley movies were back in the day. I'm going to give this to Mary-Kate and Ashley Oh, you about to full house them. Uh Uh-huh. They going to play both these roles. They play both the roles of the twin and And the 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 main person. (laughs) They're just going to take turns. Whoever shows up to work that day is going to be the one who acts because knowing them two. They seem like the type of people who ain't gonna show up to a movie, uh, a movie set all the times they're supposed <laughs> to be there. So I'm gonna go with them. Okay. I should probably keep track of these over the <laughs> times we do it. All right, I got one more here, and I can't find my people. How is supposed to be? Why are they showing oh, here this? We go. This is another music film. This one is about a young pop star who, at a young age, becomes pregnant and is has a husband, and she's trying to balance the um, life of mother, wife, and pop star. Mm-hmm. But through the times, hijinks ensues, and uh, balancing all that becomes trouble for her, and she gets advice from her parents and family, and 
basically just ends in her finally figuring out the balance and finally having another hit song. Catherine Heigl. Your, your options are <laughs> Jessica Simpson, Ashley Simpson. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, Michael B. Jordan. I really want to give these to Michael B. Jordan, but the other options are so spot on. This is an Ashley Simpson role. My girl from one season of the quickly canceled Melrose Place. <laughs> a, a show I contemplated watching on Netflix recently because I just got done watching uh, uh, the re or the updated version of 90210, which you know Tristan Wilds and Annalyn McCord and all them people in the Ugh. the very rough looking. Girl from Iron Fist. She plays Silver on 90210. She played whatever his name is, old friend that you thought was the love interest, but really her brother was just a psychopath. What is her? I don't remember the actress's name, but yeah, this is Ashley Simpson. This got. If it's, I mean, if Catherine Heigl had a sister, this would be her role written all <laughs> over it. Josh Dumel is, seems like he's going to be the husband. This just got one of those type of feels. This got a. This just that got. It's just got that feel. This this has a feel of. This came out around the time Cheaper by the Dozen was out in theaters. <laughs> so who? I could have did. I could have went with Hillary Duff and uh, what's Duff? the sister? Yeah, Haley. Oh my! What has Haley Duff done recently? Yeah, I feel like she was in one of them Bring It Ons. She might have been. That's where all the very uh, dealers actors go to, but um. Yeah, so I'm going with Ashley Simpson for this one. All right, we got Ashley Simpson. Uh, let's get into my next game. Couldn't think of a theme song, so this is the closest thing I could press on. This is the game where I read uh, names in a cast from 10 and up, and he has to try to name the film. Which and I have been least names as possible in this game so far. So, <laughs> all right, just know that I could be throwing a twist in here. <laughs> Ten, Katie Mixon. Next. Nine, Pierre Coffin. Next. Eight, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. It's not the way way back. Way, way back from me. Way, way back from me. Next. Um, at, what was that? Eight, ten, eight. At seven, you got Jeffrey Rush. Next. Wait. Next. At six, Jennifer Saunders. Next. Five, Steve Coogan. Next. At four, Allison Janney. This is the way, way back. Steve Carell, Allison, Jenny. Why can I never remember people's movies? <laughs> uh, Allison, Jenny, Steve Carell. Steve Carell didn't star in this movie. Next. Number three, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, Steve Carell. Michael <laughs> Keaton and Steve 
Crow. Michael Keaton. This is sad. Next. Two. John Hamm. John Hamm and Steve Carell. <laughs> Why am I blanking on any movies John Hamm has done? Michael Keaton was also in. When you say it, it's going to be like a duh. <laughs> John Hamm co-star. This is a hard one. In a movie. Gonna throw a little wrench in it. Steve Carell. John Hamm. Steve Carell. <laughs> I'm like that literally. I'm blanking on Steve Carell movies. The only thing that's coming to my head is. One with Emma Stone. Uh, maybe this, is, this ain't no TV show. I'm, I could literally. I really want to figure this out because I should know it. But next. I'll give you a hint before I say the first name, which was the twist I threw in there. It is a animated feature. I was trying to think about those two. And the the number one name is Sandra Bullock. Is this Oh the Minions? Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I ain't oh yeah, John This is sad. Who voices the minions is what I want to know. It was one Pierre or something. Mm. I would guess like uh, Tom Kenny or whoever does SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I ain't doing that movie. I'll give y'all one more movie here. Mm, I don't think nobody could name this movie. <laughs> Let me see who's the other actors in action. I should have got Minions. I forgot Steve Carell was in that movie. Nah, that movie that I was about to do would be too difficult. We'll go with this. Alright, this next movie at number 10, we got Samuel L. Jackson. That could be anything. Next. <laughs> <laughs> At nine, Mar- Marianne Jean Baptiste. Next. <laughs> Eight, Jay Baruchel. Next. Seven, Jennifer L. Next. Six, Michael K. Williams. Samuel Michael K. Williams and Jay Next. Five, Jackie Earl Haley. What could this movie possibly be? <laughs> Next. Um, four, Abby Cornish. That name is ringing a bell. I can't think of her face right now. Next. Three, Michael Keaton. I don't know Michael Keaton films, clearly, because <laughs> I can't think of a movie. Jackie Earl Haley, Michael Keaton, Jake Bershaw. I feel like this is an animated movie too. Does Michael King do a lot of animated movies? <laughs> Was Michael K. Williams, did he have like a, a small role in Beetlejuice? <laughs> if Jay Bearshaw was in Beetlejuice, he would be an infant. <laughs> Next. Um, number two, we got Gary Oldman. 
Michael Keaton, Gary Oldman, Jake. It's on the tip of my tongue. Gary Oldman, Jay Barishaw, Jay Barishaw, Gary Oldman. I feel like I know what it is, but I can't. Next. Number one, we have Joel Kinnaman. Oh, freaking Robocop. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. And just for fun, I'm going to do a third movie. Usually Jay I just Barishaw keep it at two. I guess so. Uh, Usually I keep it at two movies, but... I should have got that one. I mean, I know that movie is very forgettable, but Jesus. Let's see. I'm trying to find something fun. Something that I really... That's a bar. I just want I just want to be recognized for my barring... No. Barring extravaganzas I'll be putting on. Nah. I'll be putting on a show. School play. I was whack. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This movie may be this final movie for this this week. Maybe a little easy once we get to the top. But at number ten, we got Ned Eisenberg. Next. Nine, Darren Goldstein. Next. <laughs> eight, Robert John Burke. About to say because you you named two Jewish people. I was like, what is what we got? Star David. Next seven, we got Thomas Ari. Next <laughs> six, Johnny Whitworth. Next um, five, we got Anna Frill. Next four, Andrew Howard. This is a very top heavy movie. Next three, Abby Cornish. Next. Two. <laughs> we had two already? <laughs> Jesus. Two. Robert De Niro. Got nothing to work up. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Not grudge match because you would have said Kevin Hart. Robert De Niro by himself. <laughs> this isn't the comedian. Um... Robert De Niro starring in a movie with just him and somebody else. You know what? He's number two, build. And he's the number two star. Same meet the parents or nothing from that. Robert De Niro. This isn't Hands of Stone. Um, Robert De Niro movies where it's just him, basically, and somebody else. Next. Number one would be Bradley Cooper. And this movie is... Bradley Cooper, Robert De Niro. This isn't Silver Linings Playbook. Robert, this isn't... What is this movie? This movie goes by the name of Limitless. Woo! Forgot Robert Downey Jr. was in there. Oh, Robert De Niro. How many, do, have we been saying Robert Downey Jr.? Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. Because <laughs> when hey. you just said that, I'm like, I think we've been. I'm not. It felt like I said it. I got Spider-Man: Homecoming on the brain. Must be homecoming on the brain. That is sad. My undefeated record is over. <laughs> uh, but yep, that's it for the week. All right, so let's jump into some topics. 
that we have here. Somebody who doesn't write any of her music just like Bow Wow, they should do a yeah. duo album. Might as well and have Party Next Door and uh, DeBrat write. Bow Wow really should hit up Party Next Door to Bag. write his album. Raps really too. Should. Yeah, because apparently Party Next Door writes lines like, I don't even remember what the line is. He did like the 63 Jets or something. That is terrible. That's trash. And Rihanna, does Rihanna not have any say in, like, nah, I like everything else. Let me change this 63 Jets line. She's like, it's been working this well so far. I'm going to just say what I got to say. But all right. So, you know, we got to start out this part of the episode with some Jumanji shenanigans. I forgot. I tried to forget about Jumanji over the weekend. (laughs) The trailer for Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, was released. You've been anticipating this trailer and this movie. Uh, just the trailer. For years. Never. So, what were your thoughts on this very anticipated a minute and 30 seconds or however long it was? First and foremost, I will not be referring to this movie as Jumanji anything. This movie is Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> now, we open up with a black guy, mm-hmm. a white girl. Mm-hmm. And Goofy Nat Wolf's Mole. Goofy little brother. Mole and Mole. <laughs> <laughs> that terrorist. Um, they are bad kids. They're in detention, I guess. They find one of them did something mean. <laughs> I can't even remember sh- what he sh- like shoved her, so he walked, bumped her, or whatever. They don't seem like actual bad kids, though. To yeah, be that's put in this. Dungeon that has a video game in it. Yeah, they dust it off in a Jumanji video game. Now, video games have been around for a while, but not where they should be dusty with a Jumanji logo on it hitting in dirt. So they got some explaining to do. Was it like a Nintendo or was it just something generic? I thought it was like a Jumanji, like the game was Jumanji. Like <laughs> Jumanji, Jumanji Box System. One. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it looked like. But maybe it's just a game. Jumanji S. Uh, so then they, of course, got to turn on the game. Can't just mind your business and and ask a teacher, What's, is this, can we allow it to play this? Because they're not good kids. They turn it on. They have to pick their avatar, of course. You know, the way they're the kids outside correlates to something they can learn about themselves with what avatar they pick the popular girl ends up being jack black the um nat wolf's little goofy brother uh, that got the goofy gene from him is dwayne the rock johnson and the big tall black football player is big or small black kevin hart and then who was karen gillian there was a fourth dude was there two dudes i thought it was, i think it was two girls Two girls and two guys. Oh, then what so was the... the, the, the you yeah, had the dumb, uh, pro- popular, pretty girl. She's Jack Black. And then I think you had the little smart-alecky girl. I don't know and how else to... She was Karen Gillan? Yeah, maybe she's, like, really pretty and hot at heart. Because she's a... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and the fact that I didn't remember her, that's the sign. <laughs> so... And then we start getting into some quick clips of what's going jungle on in the adventure. jungle. I if do, the, I do like the pa- the, the joke part. How they're going to be bounce her, their real selves are in those bodies. Yeah, that was very funny. But they decided to call it Jumanji, so you get graded harder. There was one and one thing only about that trailer that had 
anything to do with Jumanji, in my opinion. And that was when he was reading the text on the game. And the oh, way yeah. it was rhyming sounded like something that was on Jumanji in the first one. And that's it. about it. This is just a... This is just like Journey from the Center of the Earth or whatever it was called. This really could have been that. This really could have just been a Welcome to the Jungle movie. Just call it Welcome to the Jungle. Kids find this video game. It's about a jungle. Yep. They turn it on. They get sucked into the game. And boom, Welcome to the Jungle. The game could have been called Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a video uh, game title. They called it Jumanji. Y'all suck. I am 100% sure if this movie came out, there's no one who's going to be like, they biting Jumanji a little bit. They could have uh-huh. just made a sequel to Jumanji and called it Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Nah. No, it's not like that. This could have been a standalone Welcome to the Jungle movie. And Robin it, Williams doesn't like this. He, he saw the trailer, too, and he, he didn't approve. He didn't? I mean, I'm assuming up uh, in heaven he didn't approve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know why though you said Jack Black. Oh. <laughs> if he didn't. Robin Williams. Yeah, see, they could have had like a own little unique franchise. I mean, I'm not saying this movie would have been successful enough yeah, to but make their own one, thing because attempted it. I mean, because obviously Bonnie Hunt is still alive. She could be in this movie if it's Jumanji. She might cameo in it. Don't be surprised. I hope so. Who was the other one? Kristen Dunst. Mm-hmm. And she kid. could be in it. And boy, he boy ain't doing nothing. Is, it, was, is that boy Gordon from Gordo from Lizzie McGuire? Well, that's. I'm pretty sure it's not, but they both had curly little hair. They were both white, so Jumanji I'm putting the pieces together. I don't like when I type in Jumanji <coughs> and uh, Welcome to the Jungle pops up. <coughs> oh, of course, everybody caring about that old Jumanji when this new Jumanji from 1995. I was two years old when this came out. Yikes! All right, let's look at. See, this movie looks good. Welcome to the Jungle. They really? Oh, there's a few people that was in this cast that's still alive. You got, uh, except for Robin Williams. R.P. He was trapped in the game for 26 years. Board game. Yep. You got Bonnie Hunt, who was Alan's friend. Kristen Dunst, who was the little girl. Please explain how the board game gets turned into a video game. P- please. Oh, the little boy was played by Bradley Pierce. I don't know who that he is. He has... Hmm. Did he pull a Matilda and retire from movies right after this that movie? He is known for Jumanji, um, the original voice of Chip and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my god! And he did voices for Tales from the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. Okay, well, so I guess he just either is not good or he gave up on acting. You Fair had enough. David Allen Greer was in this. Mm-hmm. And them. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> all right, so, all in all, this has upped your anticipation for Jumanji is what you've nope. been saying this whole time. That, that's I what I've been getting out of it. Good. All right, we'll, we'll see when we get that second trailer where they start spoiling everything. When a Robin Williams hologram pops up on the screen before the do credits come up. <laughs> Alright, so let's move on. We spoke of or we mentioned Fast and the Furious a little bit a little bit ago at the beginning of the episode. And once again, we got some Fast and the Furious friction of brewing. Of course. So your girl Michelle Rodriguez. Bye. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. <laughs> and by forcing you will just go get a Rosario Dawson. Other, yeah, Rosario Dawson. I mean she ain't Latina, but she's something. She wants you something, Puerto Rican. Something. I don't Guatemalan. know. Are. 
But Michelle Rodriguez is threatening to not be in Fast and the Furious 9 because or, or unless this franchise begins to show love to the women of the franchise. I believe she went on Instagram and said this, and I quote, F8 is out digitally today. I hope they decide to show some love to the women of the franchise on the next one, or I just might have to say goodbye to a loved franchise. It's been a good <laughs> ride, and I'm grateful for the opportunity the fans uh, and studio have provided over the years. Dot, dot, dot. One love. And then if my computer will stop acting slow just because I got all these tabs open. She also was quoted as saying this about Jordana Brewster and her character. I've been making mu movies with Jordana, who plays the sister of Dom Toretto, for 16 years, and I can count on one hand how many lines I've had to her. I think that's pathetic, and it's a lack of creativity. I just also want to point out that I was doing a little uh, Fast and the Furious quiz, and they pointed out to me that uh, Letty and Paul Walker's character, Brian, R.I.P., also had very little amount of lines <laughs> together. So... Uh, it's not really she not they're not really being biased to yeah. the women necessarily i mean Gal they, just, they just clearly don't want her talking to people that's a fact maybe she's not that good delivering lines <laughs> but i remember in what was it fast and furious six gal yeah. godot and uh gina carano they was walking side by side in one scene together. So how mm -hmm. much more do you want? <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> you see, one Wonder Woman movie comes out, and everybody, everybody got to change their franchises because <laughs> everybody wants women starring, co-starring, chatting it up, having tea in the movies. And on top of that, they giving her a fight scene with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you and Ronda Rousey had a whole she scene. She fought together. Gina Carano. Yeah. We need time for Dom to mumble his way through right. the lines in the movie. He has to make a mistake, and then him and his family have to double back and fix yeah. that mistake he made. Tyrese has to have jokes. Mm -hmm. Ludacris has to have rebuttal to these jokes. Yeah, Dwayne so. Johnson has to have tough guy funny remarks. Now with Jason Statham in the mode, probably, he has to have a response or a tough guy, funny line for himself. Yeah, so... The villain's got to talk. Letty's got to talk to Dom. The baby got to talk a little bit now, so... Ain't really room for you necessarily to be talking to one of the most forgettable characters in the franchise, and Jordana, or... Yeah, she wasn't even in this last one. Yeah, and... Well, I mean, they brought in... Um, what was her name? Uh, Natalia... Natalia. Yeah, yeah, Natalia Emanuel. They added her to the joint. They let Charlize Theron be the main villain. Yeah, that's good enough. So what love was she talking about? They had Helen Mirren or Glenn Close or whichever one of those nine Meryl Streep old lady actresses uh -huh, in this movie. She was in that. So what is she talking about? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, if she want to say she want to be in the movie more, just say it. Don't. She was in the whole movie. She yeah, was. and that's the other thing. So I don't know what. She gets action scenes. She gets good action scenes. She gets plenty of lines. She was brought back from the dead. They yeah, could have been done with that yeah, character. Yeah, they could have been done. Yeah, I don't know what she's complaining about. <laughs> I ain't trying to sound sexist or nothing, but it looked like she really has no leg to stand on. <laughs> Maybe she just really want to make some more money. And she also right. came out, I think it was today or yesterday, saying that her and Don, or her and Vin Diesel were in a little video together, and she was saying, like, oh, if I have any problems, I'm not talking about you. And 
uh, Vin Diesel was like, I know. So it was kind of like he threatened her, like, yo, you better not, you better come out and say you wasn't <laughs> talking about me. I don't want to have another Dwayne Johnson situation where this dude calling me out yeah. and us having to settle the friction <laughs> that we had. Is he trying? He's running a tight ship over there in that uh-huh. Fast and Furious set. He ain't got time for all the shenanigans. <laughs> That's so, funny. So do you think that, uh, hold on, where's the exact question I had? It was very creative. Is the franchise in trouble? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Just like they withstand all the things they have to go through as a family, same thing's going to happen off uh, camera. Right. We'll get this together. The franchise is fine. It'll work with or without Michelle Rodriguez. So do you think she's going to be in the next one? Yeah, she'll be in it. Will she get killed off? If she keep flapping them gums <laughs> during filmmaking. If they kill her off, they would have to not show her the script. They would have to show her the script like the last day. Uh. Like, here's the last thing we're doing. It'd be her dead. She's like, oh, you guys really got me. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you think she's going to be in 10? Yeah. I f- uh, she's going to make it through all of them. Will 10 be the last one? Yep. But well, the, obviously they already got the Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham spinoff. They'll just make a Dom spinoff. With Tyrese in it and Ludacris in it and <laughs> <laughs> everybody yeah. but Letty. Would she get her own spinoff? Nope. What about would you take a spinoff of her in the days when she was concussed or had a little memory loss and she was working with um Luke Evans's character? Let Luke Evans be the main lead, her be the co main lead. That guy car it'll end up being the exact same thing. Yeah. We'll get focused on Luke Evans and whoever he's fighting. And then that dude he's fighting becomes a team member. Now she's down to three. Then as they go along, we find somebody who was funny, like a funny side character, whether it's a Michael Pena. And then she gets pushed down to four. racist if they put Michael Pena in there because they gave <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez her own movie. <laughs> All right, so... You're saying the franchise isn't in trouble and everything's going to move on as smooth as it's been moving or as successful or whatever. Yep, nothing stopping that. So go get The Fate of the Furious out on digital. I don't know if it's out on Blu-ray. Go get it out on iTunes and where Find else it. you get your movies at. Great movie. All right, once my computer stops being very slow, because, again, I said I got all these tabs up, I'm going to move on to this next uh, topic. So, Bad Girl is a movie that D- the DCU is trying to get off the ground. Don't know when it's coming out. Josh Wheaton is ex- apparently directing and developing yeah. that joint. Um, but now there is allegedly a casting shortlist rumor out there of who is in the running to play one said Bat Girl, aka Barbara Gordon, in this solo flick. Now, once my computer stops being a jerk, I can read said names. Mm-hmm. I got this computer because it's supposed to be fast. I don't care if I got maybe <laughs> 20 tabs up right now. I ain't got no other program up besides Internet Explorer, which is has Netflix on it right now. With episode 11 of Orange is the New Black season 4 or 5, whichever the <laughs> latest one is, up in the middle of. I could probably pull this up faster on my phone. 
the way that the rate is. All right, we're getting some progress. It shows you how raw this podcast is. All right, so. According to the source that broke the story, I don't feel like shouting that out. There are a list of names here, and the full list is L. Fanning from mm-hmm. Neon Demon and Live by Night, Olivia Cook from Bates Motel, and Me Earl and the Dying Girl, and an upcoming movie, I forget what it's called, uh, whatever that big budget Steven Spielberg movie. Bella Thorne from Shake It Up, that new show that's on Freeform that I already forget the name of, and I watched the show. Is it called fin- Finally Famous? Famous in Love, if I'm not mistaken now. Famous in Love. Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why. She played the dead girl. <laughs> Margaret, Margaret Qualey from The Leftovers. Jane Levy from Monster Trucks. Huh, that ain't there. <laughs> Emma Roberts from Scream, Scream Queens. Valentine's Day, uh, I don't need to go on. Haley Lou Richardson from Split, Edge of 17. If you're trying to think of which girl that is, just think of the girl who looks like she ain't never brush her hair, the blonde one. <laughs> and Naomi Scott from Power Rangers, a.k.a. the Pink Ranger. Oh, Lord. All right, now we're going to split this up into threes. We're going to split it up in who you want to get the row, who you think was going to get the row out of these Okay. These, this list, and who shouldn't even be considered. So, we'll go backwards, or we'll start with the last one I actually mentioned. Who should just be knocked out completely from this list? Well, first and foremost, we're going to go ahead and take Bella Thorne out of this. Alright. She has a very dirty, real-life look to her. Which is ridiculous. And she has a complete opposite look from her rose. Yeah. She seems normal in her rose, but when you yeah, watch her has... Snapchat... Matter of fact, I think I need... I need pictures of these young ladies. All right, we're going to pull up. I'm going to do this on my phone because this is a lot slower on my laptop right now. All right, first up, Elle Fanning. We all know Elle Fanning. I just need to know if she looks a little older now. This is from the 2016 Canes Film Festival. It's not a very good uh, angle, but this is what Wikipedia has for us. Mm, She... She ain't eliminated yet. All right. I need to see some other. So, Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. All right. We got her. And she's uh, from Bates Moto. Mm-hmm. And she was in the first Ouija, uh, The Quiet Ones that no one saw. Ready Player One was the movie I was thinking of. Okay. So, let me do it like this. Elle Fanning or Olivia Cook? I'm gonna go with Olivia Cook over Elle Fanning. That's the same as uh, same as me. I actually like Olivia Cook, so her being on this list isn't too far fetched for me. And we marked Bella Thorne out, <laughs> and that brings us to another person I'm gonna mark out. But I'm a Bella Thorne was seen with Scott Disick again. <laughs> that is odd. That is very very odd <laughs> in the fact that. Not only that, Scott Disick is at least 10 years older than she is. Maybe Possibly 15. 20. <laughs> Possibly 20 years older than her. That's just a very odd conversation. A very odd uh, connection right there. All right, next we got Catherine Langford from now, 13's Reason I know what she looks like, but... Nah, that's just a face picture. We need frame. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> 
Because if you watch the show, you know, Shane, Shane, what they act like Shailene Woodley was, but. <laughs> How old is this girl, anyways? She's like 20. I need to age. She was born 1996. So she's still she really growing is up. 20. She's, yeah, she's still, her birthday is April. Okay, so she's 21. So she was young when they shot that. Okay. All right. So Margaret, this is someone I legit don't know who this All is. Right, so, so Catherine Langford is out because I'm moving Olivia Cook on. All right. So Olivia Cook still moving on. Yep. I think uh, Catherine Catherine Langford. I mean, I'll get more into this as we move on with this, but I think her and Olivia Cook that would be a toss up. I would go with Olivia Cook. That's where too, I'm going with off of pictures. I like Olivia Cook more just because I'm more familiar with her work and stuff. And I watched Base Motel, which is one of my favorite shows of all time, especially the last season. The dude who played the uh, Norman Bates, I don't remember his name. I can't remember. Something something. Yeah, from a series of an unfortunate events. Uh, that's where he's from? Uh-huh. <laughs> that little boy on there. Well, he's in this new show. He looks very out of place in this new show that he's doing. <laughs> but he should he should have won an award of some sorts for his portrayal. He's actually a great actor as long as he's playing some sort of weirdo. He has that I can only play weirdo face. So <laughs> expect to see him be like a villain in a superhero movie down the line if people know what's good for him. <laughs> All right, next up we have Margaret Quayley, if that's how you pronounce her name. Let's see. These are just some, but uh, nah, I'm good. What was she on? <laughs> Le- the leftovers. Yeah, she fine. This, she, yeah, this is probably the best picture. Of that one right there just uh, seems like just who she is. She could be fine, but oh, she's in Death Note. Get out of here, miss <laughs> me. You make bad decisions. You clearly see that your character you playing is a Asian, but yet you chose to be a white person. <laughs> See, with this picture I'm looking at, she could play, like, Black Cat or something. Be something else. <laughs> but this ain't for you. She has, like, a Felicity Jones vibe to me. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm saying that. All right, we got Jane Levy. Do you need to see the picture nah, of Monster we, Trust Jane Levy? We know who Jane Levy is. All right, so her or Olivia Cook. Now I may need a side-by-side. <laughs> Let me... Nah, nah. Uh, how tall is Olivia Cook? Now I'm getting into physical. How tall is she? Olivia Cook's height. I'm going to say, if I was to guess, she's probably like five, between 5'5 five, five and 5'7 five, based off of how she looks in TV shows. But girls who are 5'7 look like giants on TV. 5'7. Uh-huh. Oh, yep, she's 5'5. Five, five. Okay, now. And 23 years old. All right, 5'5, five, five, 23. Jane Levy's stats, please. Jane, Le- I know she's borderline five feet. She has to be very small, and that's what's concerning me. She is. Come on, not Jane Lynch. Hey, so Jane Lynch is like six ten. Six ten, two twenty. This says she is six foot, but Jane Levy Ooh. is. Come on, not J W or L W. Jane Levy is, drumroll please. Oh my gosh. Jane Levy's height, not Jane Levy 8. She is 5'2", according to this. Alright. And don't breathe, she was surrounded by giants. (laughs) Dylan Minnette is 5'10". Dang. Stephen Lang also 5'10". 
Lucas Till, who was our Monster Trucks coach star, doesn't look 5'10". He looks at least six foot. <laughs> There's no way him and Dylan Minnette are the same height. Yeah. Shout out to Dylan Minnette. And Shiloh Fernandez, who was he in Don't Breathe? I think so. He's 5'10 as well. Okay. So off the strength of I got to go with some sort of height, and we're going to keep up with Olivia Cook. All right, next. Edge and Jane Levy. Do you need to see a picture of Emma Roberts? I don't, and I'm also going to say no to Emma Roberts. All right, Haley Lou Richardson. I need a picture of her. Haley Lou Richardson is right here. She looks like she's the poorer version of, um, what's that girl who's been starring in all these movies? Uh, was in Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Dooch. I don't know about uh, Haley Lou. She's 22 years old. Her height is. You know what? This role is about to go to Olivia Cook because I'm looking down she's at Naomi Scott next, and we know that is a. She's <laughs> absolutely not. So she's five one. All right. So out of all those people, and she was tiny. Yeah, she's five one. She's shorter than Jane Levy. That's odd. All right. So so out of all those people, who was the one person you would say? Absolutely no to. Was it Bella Thorne or is it somebody else? Uh, it's Bella Thorne, but only based on who she is and the way she looks off camera. I don't feel like she has the where thought energy to sustain being a superhero. Yeah, I would but if it to... wasn't for that, then you follow up with the likes of a Naomi <laughs> Scott or. A... <laughs> yeah, I would have to go with Bella Thorne as my person who shouldn't even be considered on this because even though she dyes her hair all types of crazy colors she, she just so does rough. it she's not i know she can't put on muscle i just can't she can dance though so the fight scenes will probably come easier to her <laughs> but, <laughs> but her just being able to carry a batgirl movie not saying i'm expecting this movie to be good or anything yeah. but she just seemed like josh Whedon would have a headache trying to direct her yeah, i don't even know why she's on this list <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is when you made it think this is a legit rumor. All right, so who do you want to get? I know you say Olivia Cook was beating out all of them, but is she your want or is she who you think will get it? I would want. Uh, she's more of a, if I was the casting director, who I would give it to, so who I would think would get it. But want, I would go with, she just wouldn't be really good at it, I think. But I would want Catherine Langford. And then Jane Levy or Levi, whatever her name is. All right, so that's your want? Yeah. All right, if it was up to me, I would probably go with, I'd want Emma Roberts to get it just because she's my favorite actress of all these people on here. And she kind of, I mean, if you gave her the right hair color, she would probably still not look like it. But she, I think she just acts the best out of all these and... She just she she was Chanel on Scream Queens, which is a classic role. So <laughs> I'm down to see her do whatever. Every time I see Emma Roberts, I keep thinking about her Nickelodeon program, and I, I think I, that's what's getting to I me. I ignore that shenanigans. <laughs> that's a hard thing to try to get over. But if it wasn't her, then it would be Olivia Cook. All right, so moving on, who do you think will get it? Is it Olivia Cook for that one? I hope so. If it, because what if, what if like I could see, Elle Fang's a dark horse in this. Yeah. I could see her getting it. I think her name is the biggest. Yeah. Watch out arguably. for Elle Fanning. I think it's between 
who could actually get it because Olivia Cook to me had the closest look. So look for Elle Fanning, Olivia Cook, or Jane Levy. I think are the yeah. I think those are the top contenders. All right for me, I think I think they're gonna go with uh, somebody who showed they have some talent, but not a name. And I think they would go with Catherine Langford. If not, I think Olivia I don't, Cook. I don't even want them to. Di- Cause that's, she's not it. <laughs> I have a feeling 13 Reasons Why is killing it out there. People are complimenting her role that she or her performance on the show. And you, I think they're the going to go. The thing is usually Josh Wheaton, when it's his movies, he goes with someone he knows, a friend. Or... He might be because he had to take over for Zack Snyder. His daughter killed herself. So that's why he couldn't finish Justice League. This might be a touchy little subject for them. Did her show deal oh, with yeah. suicide? Oh, they, if he pick her, so they're they, going to be like, mm, you saying something. <laughs> so they, they, everything might point to that somehow, but on accident. But, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go with Catherine Langford, Olivia Cook, as who I think will get it. But this should be interesting. Hopefully I can also see a, it not being none of these. Yeah, I was ladies. like, hopefully this, this is a lie, because Bella Thorne is on it, and we know how crazy her being on it is so we're gonna see before we move on to the next topic i just want to throw out these other um little casting situations so first up i'm on screenrant.com and they put up the 10 actresses who could play sable and black cat first up i'm gonna do um black cat if my computer will load. So here are the 10 actresses they would they would love to see play Black Cat in the Silver and Black movie. If I could scroll down. I mean, I know I'll be downloading music and doing all type of pop-up related <laughs> stuff on this laptop, but ain't no reason for it to be going all slow like this. All right, come on. Just scrolling down a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Up, up, up. I'm up, 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 and away. Up, up, and away. Yeah. So, remember, in the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, mm-hmm. Black Cat was played by Felicity Jones. Yep. So I forgot all about that. There was possibilities of her getting her own little spinoff movie, but as we all know, after Amazing Spider-Man 2, things didn't go so well. <laughs> so, first up at uh, to play Black Cat is... An individual by the name of scroll up, scroll up a little bit, up a little bit. Logan Browning from Dear White People. I know who this is, but I gotta type it in for a double take. <sighs> Yay or nay on her? Oh no! <laughs> Obviously, she's an African American, so the fanboys would have a field day with being racist with they that would one. Struggle not, not to, to say, say the n word. <laughs> Some would be bold on Facebook, of course. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook seems like when it comes to saying N word, the races are more free than Twitter. Uh-huh. I don't know, maybe because Facebook's falling off in the world and it's more for like you know older people to do stuff on. But why is she on this list? And it's not even because she's black. It's the what? What about her says a hero in a film? She did a movie, Dear White People. She's falling in the steps of uh, Tessa Thompson, so. Yeah, those people of that caliber. Okay. All right, next we have 
Camilla Mendez. If you don't know who she is, she starred as Veronica in the CW TV show Riverdale. Let's pull her up. I'm aware of the show. I watched this show. I liked it. It, uh, it reminded me of that type of show it was trying to be. I say some angles like this picture right here. She shouldn't be playing anything. <laughs> she got like a spooky look about her, but obviously she's in the lead. Yeah, I would say yay or out of yay or now go yay just because she has black hair. Yep, and uh, that's probably exactly what it is. And I liked her on the show, so I wouldn't like typically care. And she's young. Uh, moving down, we have Paris Berleck. I have no clue who this person is. And I'm making up the spelling. The pair or the picture that oh, they have. Oh no, no, no! She was in. She's 18. School. Uh, Alexa and Kate on Netflix. No, this is a no. <laughs> yeah, I would go nah. But she's. What is Mighty Med? She's on a show called Mighty Med. Mighty Med, and she did Lab Rats Elite Force. Oh, I know. Oh, I've seen her programs. Yeah, no. She's on Disney Channel XD. Yeah, you gotta be a. Uh, uh, that type of cable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a nah. Next up, another who looks of uh, colored descent, Antonio Thomas. She's a British actress. She a boy? Nah, she did the. She did the show Misfits. Yeah, Misfits. Isn't that the show Drake was trying to do? I think so. <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I would go now on that one as well. Next up, we have, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Medallion Rahami. <laughs> I ain't even typing that in. <laughs> Medallion. It's metal, then it's metal, and then I-O-N. Medallion? Rahami? She's the fact Iran- that it actually came up the way I typed it. She's an Iranian actress. She's 24. She's had bit parts in New Girl, The Catch, Jane the Virgin, Criminal Minds. Oh, but she's not nobody. Oh, she's in Before I Fall. That almost got her automatic no. <laughs> Is she the one of the friends? Because she kind of looks like one of the friends. Yeah, she really does. Not the big lip one who was the the bully, but one of the, the foreign-looking ones. I mean... Maybe. I mean, her nose is a little different than the other people, but I'm not judging off of looks. I'm going off of acting skill and what I imagine they style is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These nicknames are wild. <laughs> I don't even have to. I'm a, while this page is low, and I'm going to say one of the other ones, Becky G, the Yellow Ranger <laughs> from Power Rangers. I was about to. That's obviously not. <laughs> Way out of their minds. Uh, okay. Not Becky G. Then how about Kiki Palmer? <laughs> a one, uh, a person by the name of Kodak Black said he would get with, but that's, but not really, because he don't like dark skinned girls. Kodak Black is outrageous. <laughs> he don't want somebody as dark as him. He I'm not even going to respond to Kiki Palmer. <laughs> So, I didn't think it was going to get worse than Becky G. You hit me with a Kiki Palmer? you got to be kidding me. If you had to choose between Becky G. Becky G. It, 
I mean, your movie's gonna fail regardless. Either so way, I rather I'm gonna go with Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer could probably get more people in the theater, but she's a five more people in the theater. Uh, barely, <laughs> <laughs> if that. That movie's still gonna make it a hundred thousands. Maybe they'll be like Becky G's actually because when you when you got two horrible people, you, your rationale is different. She's like, she was in a movie, I guess. True, she wasn't. She's not Aquila in the Spelling Bee or whatever that movie. Aquila in the Bee. She was a Power Ranger. At least she fought a little bit. Yeah. So we seen her fight. I can't imagine Kiki Palmer doing a fight scene. Uh. She wasn't Screen Queens though. So, all right. Next up, we got Georgina Campbell. This is a nay for me, I but see. I'll let you look this person up. Take a look, see she here. From, she from the UK. I guess she's a talented actress from based off what I'm seeing, but I mean she's still above Becky G, <laughs> Kiki Palmer, and that one girl from Disney XD. But nah. She gonna be in Krypton though, so just as an FYI. Oh, so she already busy. Um, Jasmine Savoy Brown. Huh. I believe she's also from the Leftovers. She's off she's also somebody who looks like she's an African American. Is Black Cat, like, is she black in some comic books? I don't know, but also wouldn't pick her. Dang, it's make we need to put a black person up here I'm going to pick. All right, here, let's try it again. Amandala, Amandala Stenberg, she played Rue in Hunger Games. Oh, I know who that is. They going off the strength of she's a young up-and-comer. Uh, she's 18 now. I thought she was 10 in the Hunger Games. Did Hunger Games come out 10 years ago? When 8 I, years ago? She was in that uh, movie where she couldn't come outside, but she decided to come outside. Hold on. I, I'm reading this little article, and it says, She's definitely on the same career trajectory as Spider-Man Homecoming's Zendaya. I, Zendaya's already she's I gone. Thought, I thought Zendaya was popping. i never seen this girl recently. She's been in two movies that I'm aware of. Hunger oh, games, er and everybody everything. loves something or whatever that thing is called. She's in everything, everything. Yeah, everything, everything. Okay, no, I'm starting to think just because the name is Black Cat that they're like maybe they'll go the route of making her black. Nah, she got too many different looks. She's she could be better than some of them if she's tall. All right, well then that's that's all. So it was, it's, so is out of their choices that they would like, who's the one that's standing out most to you? Who's the? I'm who's going with Camilla Mendez, because they was throwing too many maybe labels. Maybe that's who. Right? Yeah, I'm going with the same. All right, let's move on to. S and she's only five three. Let me look up Black Cat. Let's look up. Now let's do Silver Sable. This is also still on ScreenRant.com. This is the 10 actresses they would like to see play her. First up, we have... Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll. Leah Sido. Sido. She was from... Uh, what is James Bond movie? Is this Quantum Solace? No. Uh... Spectre, yeah, she was from Spectre. She was in Lo, uh, not Logan. I was about to say the completely wrong movie. Um, the Lobster. 
And yeah, that's the only two movies I can think she's done. She's 31 years old. Mm. Is that a yay? Picture of her up. Here's here's the one picture of her. I guess. So yay. Only because I've seen a gun in her hand. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, Alicia Vikander for Silver Sable. Yay. I mean, or nay. She's famous, so yeah. Yeah, I take that. As long as uh, this Laura Croft movie don't stink. It looks stinky, <laughs> just from the set pictures, because she doesn't look as particularly cool as I thought she was going to. Yeah, I would like to see, um, even though she kind of looks like the character more than I would think, like my girl. The uh, one they reinvented, because there's an in-between character that she looks nothing like uh, in the Tomb Raiders. Which who am I, Why can't I think of her name from Star Wars? Ray, who, who who was her name again? Oh, uh, Daisy. Yeah, Daisy Mc, Ridley. There McDuckets. we go. Duckets. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Mick. Signed his two years, 53 million. Oh, yeah, a little baby contract. That's like barely. That's like $26 million and some change a year. He's nice, I guess. He lets Steph get the big dollars <laughs> while he's over here making a little baby contract all y'all so y'all can sign sean livingston and andre Iguodala and david west i got my championship and maybe he did that just so he can have some more space to get the nick youngs of the world he it was already easy for them to win a championship <laughs> why do you want all these extra people in there <laughs> all right next up we got brigitte Hot so i'm assuming she's of from Pitch Perfect. I believe that's that girl. Who, Why? Uh, <laughs> I think this is the female that Anna Take a Leave of Kendra could not stop having the hots for. Yes, because she kept, kept making how beautiful she was. And making those pain-inducing jokes. That's a no. Alright, so that's a nay. Sophia Butella. I thought she was about to say Vigar, and I was just going to be like, we're done. <laughs> so, oh, nope. that's a... Costume mummy monster girl who plays characters and everything. Yep, mummy, uh, Star Trek <laughs> Beyond, uh, Kingsman. This is a nay for me just because I mean, the mummy was a bomb. Yeah, yeah. We'll see after Atomic Blonde how oh, she does out of a costume. Oh, she's in that movie too? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see. Um, all right, next we have another person's name I can't pronounce Anna Aluro. She's from the Wizard of Oz Emerald City on NBC. That's the picture y'all put up, her from that show. <laughs> I mean... Why is everybody from this list so far been over the th- in their 30s? Maybe that's... Is that something in the book? I would hope so, because every last one of the other ones... It was like 18 cat. and yeah, it was super early young. 20s. So is this a yay or nay for her? I'm going to say nay based off of that bad picture they put up of her. <laughs> She was also in that movie that no one's seen with Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper, Serena. So, Woo. All right. While I'm loading up the other page, here's two more names to to uh, dwell on. Mila Kunis. <laughs> Next name, please. <laughs> and Rebecca Ferguson. I say knowing her, but not based on her. Any, like acting abilities or anything do you want to go back and rethink about mila kunis Nah, i'm good <laughs> all right we all know ever they know whoever put made this list <laughs> no that's unacceptable maybe if this was around when a dance kissing natalie portman movie came out 
<laughs> Maybe you could consider it more, but this uh, new, without Macaulay Culkin, married to Ashton Kutcher, uh, making cameos on The Bachelorette. She has some choices that she's been making in her life that are odd, but whatever. <laughs> All right, here's another name I can't pronounce. Laia Costa. I have no clue who that is. Uh, she shot in one singular take of a movie that was 138 minutes long, so that's kind of hot. Load her face up, please. Move. She looked like an actress from the 80s. She looked like she was in one of the Alien movies from back in the day. She might have. I'm good. All right, next we have... We already said Rebecca Ferguson, Milkunas. Uh-oh, our girl, Haley. Bennett, a.k.a. Boring, Boring Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> what about her? Is she a yay or a nay? I go with... I let her be up for it. Boring face Bennett. <laughs> she might already be playing uh, Catwoman, according to those... Uh, yeah, that, if, she, if she's not playing though. Catwoman, I'll say yes to this. She deserves one of these characters with her boring, <laughs> boring Jennifer Lawrence look. All right. From Alien Prometheus... Or, I'm sorry, just Prometheus. Girl in the... Yeah, Girl in Dragon Tattoo Dragon. and all the little whatever. The successful series. series that they had over there where yes. Americans, once again, can't get things right. Yeah, because they shouldn't. Naomi, not, Naomi Rapace? I mm-hmm. didn't pronounce her Swedish name. I say... Nay or nay? Initially, I was thinking no, but I'm going off her talent and name, so I'll say yes. I just can't even picture her doing one of these movies. Oh, definitely not. So I would go with no, and whoever they think about pairing her up with, based off that other. Yeah, list, you gotta uh, think about who they parent. So if we thinking Olivia Cook or Catherine Langford, we gotta go with y'all. Sh- you should be playing her mother. <laughs> we gotta go with boring Haley Bennett. She's thirty seven. Yeah, that's a little. That's a bit much. Yeah, I might after we do this podcast, I'm gonna have to look up is Silver Stable like ten times older than Black Cat because <laughs> the way these people are going. All right, so that was the last one. So any one of those sticking out for you? Haley, who's the first one? The first Either Haley Bennett or whoever, one of them girls I was early on. Leah Sado or whatever her name is, I think. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her name. One of them. All right, so if you want to check out those lists for yourself, you can just go on ScreenRant.com. They ain't give me no money, but whatever. I still shout it out. Screen, screen. All right, so next up, Avatar 2, the thing that could set them apart. You know, to be uh them and they little sleepy story trying to get us hyped for this movie. <laughs> the way they could, you know, uh, be creative and sh- break the mold. Their 3D could be glasses free, and it's looking like it will be glasses free <laughs> when it comes out. Will you get to see the movie? As long as your movie theater decides it wants to get a projector that can show glasses free 3D, is that making is that bit of news making you more excited? For the sequel, they're trying to be groundbreaking somewhere. I don't know how that works, nor do I know how much them would cost for theaters to buy. Yeah, there might be like one every other theater. Yeah, so, so you I mean, have to seek it out, but really doesn't change how I feel unless I see that it's some sort of spectacular-looking film with the no glasses 3D. For me, I've been on this podcast basically constantly saying, "Uh, I don't want a sequel." We don't need the thousands of sequels that they have. Definitely in the don't works. need a bunch. And uh, but I take at least one just so y'all can get it over with. It should have came out a few years ago. But with all that said, with them adding this little gimmick, it makes me a little bit more excited for the movie. 
Excited is a stretch. I just feel like somebody could beat them to the punch. They and might, look, especially with them saying this already. Yeah. And who knows, this movie might get pushed back ten more times. Somebody beat them to the punch <laughs> to be disrespectful. <laughs> but I'm interested in seeing a movie in 3D that doesn't take the glasses. Yeah. It better look better than the 3D with the glasses. I would hope so. And it's probably it, all blurry, mess with your eyes. It, yeah, you because you already if you look uh, from the side angle. Oh yeah, 3D, you can't lean and watch 3D because then it'll be all jacked up. Yeah, don't try to lay, lay down like I do in movies. Sometimes I lift the armrests up, seats next to me, and get the lounger. <laughs> then it's gonna look wild. But if any movie wants to try this out, let Avatar two be the one. I'd like to see that. Yeah, it'd be the test dummy. But it's not going, you know. Change how I feel about three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Only two. I still only want one more Avatar, and I'm only a tidbit, tad bit more excited about this one now that they might be having 3D free. And I will go seek out the theater that has uh-huh. the 3D free projectors because <laughs> this is. I feel like this is how y'all y'all been doing all this work to make this Avatar movie be like this. I'm gonna see how y'all want me to see it, and then I'm gonna judge it accordingly. All right. And lastly, Jason, I almost called him Jason. Jason Statham has had talks about being in a Marvel movie, but apparently it just didn't work out. Yeah, so I was depressed. So, which movie, and if you want to get specific, role do you think Jason Statham was up for in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I feel like it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone's row. I can see that. I'm going to throw a kind of out there suggestion. I think it was also Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it might have been Drax. That's possible. Be a little thin Drax. Because yeah. <laughs> he's, he's fit. He's just not as super buff as Dave Bautista is. But I can picture him delivering the lines the same way that yeah. Dave Bautista does funny. in the movie. If not Guardians of the Galaxy, what, what's another one, if you can think of one? Maybe. Maybe um, Captain America as Crossbones. Definitely or Thor as just some sort of one of these warriors. Maybe Carl Urban's row okay. in this new one. Something along those lines. All right, so if, you had, if he had the opportunity to get in a new one, which one, what movie would you want him to be in? All right, so he can't be in Black, Black Panther, Black. of course, right? Nah, because they already got their two white people, <laughs> man, or maximum. <laughs> two white max, two white limit. If they can find the right character, he can be the fella in Captain Marvel. The love interest? Nice. He, no. He could just be one of the fellas in it, because I don't want to see him and Brie Larson. That would Something be about awkward. That is weird. Them... Doing the old smoochy smoochy would be very weird. I could have seen him as if they would have made in humans the movie, him as Black Boat. But did you see the trailer? Yeah, don't <laughs> look like much. I'm really trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because the fact it that don't even look like the comic book. That's what's <laughs> very crazy. Because Agents of Shield took the whole first half of the season to get off the ground and then it became one of the best shows on tv after that once they t- stuck to a storyline and moved forward with that not doing little, this in imax which i'm i might see it in imax i want to but that trailer was like 
They must have hit all the good I, stuff. I just think it ain't finished. It ain't finished adding it. Yeah, I, I think they saved all the good stuff for you. Got to actually watch the show. Oh, it has to be because if they showed some of the good stuff, then we got a problem. <laughs> it literally just seems like Black Boat is on his own. Ramsey from only, from Game of Thrones is the villain once again. Right. <laughs> I think that's his name, and I don't really necessarily like that. But where's the, the Black Boat mask? Where I thought costume. they were going to be a family and they were going to do stuff together. It like, just seems like I they're, want a side by side picture. It seems like he's there off on his own, which I don't necessarily like, but whatever. Black Boat. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't. I ain't feeling that necessarily. Here's Black Boat and Medusa in the comic books and how they normally look in all of them. Mm-hmm. My man, uh, he ain't got like a mask. He got cape though. And her hair is red, but it l- really looks like a wig. Maybe they saving the mask for like the season finale or maybe when he actually gets to fighting or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to hope it's good, but this little trailer, little tease that y'all showing <laughs> ain't selling the show necessarily. But, all right, so you said Jason Statham can be just some random fella in Captain Marvel. Yep. Maybe like something. Brie Larson's dad in some flashback scenes. <laughs> he really could be her train person that trains her. He could be a... Uh, no. Uncle Ben and Spider-Man uh, sequels? <laughs> <laughs> Nat, Nat, Nate, Nate Fillion? What's that dude's name? Nathan Nat, Fillion. Nathan Fillion. He already got dibs on Wonder Man, so Jason Statham can't play that. This would be the time to throw Jason Statham in a movie. Because he has a resurgence right now that I don't know how long it's going to last. He needs to play something where he can still do his Jason Statham stuff. Yeah, like they got to pick a real sweet action action movie maybe if they do a captain uh, captain america very soon and it's sebastian stan i don't know let jason statham do it let him take over uh hugo weaving's role as red skull and he'll <laughs> play that role because hugo weaving really don't want to ever do it again if they do it all right so we're gonna move on those are all the topics i have for this week's episode do you have anything else you want to throw out there before we move on to the punishment segment nah we had about the hour 37 minute <laughs> <laughs> alright this was gonna accidentally be a, a accidental two uh-huh. hour joint alright so do you have anybody you wanna put on punishment cause I literally have no one right as I say that sentence right now it surely ain't Ansel nah Ansel he, Dang, he, he off the been, chopping block yeah Ansel but he would've been key he would've been perfect yep Whew. punishment who did something crazy? I mean, just based off today's show, I would just... The only person I could even give a glimpse to it is Michelle Rodriguez, just because I feel like she was kind of jumping out the window. Uh, other than that, I can't so think she, of... She didn't have that energy when they were making the film and she saw the yeah. script and everything. You ain't had that energy when you was doing that same video with Vin Diesel right afterwards. Yeah, it's Michelle Rodriguez. All right, Michelle Rodriguez, you on punishment, young lady, and you on punishment for dating Zac Efron. Zac Efron should be on punishment for dating Michelle Rodriguez. Like currently? Was, oh no, back in the day. Oh, uh, <laughs> a few years ago, I just re- she reminded was with me Zac that. Zac Efron, Cara Delevingne, 
the bald headed Cardelli. <laughs> but yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, you on punishment, ma'am, Real for sound effects. For kind of jumping out the window on the fate of the furious. Are they probably sexist in some aspects? Most likely. But <laughs> I can we, we can point to some things where it seems like they are very accommodating of all people, whether it be women, men, cultures, this black, is what white. Michelle Rodriguez did. Big Sean about the bar on him. Big Sean about the bar on him. He took this nice beat and, and he got like, to spit. I think I'm ready to jump out the window. What a disappointment. What a disappointment. <laughs> Anyways, Michelle. Yeah, so it said they, the fate of the fairies, they're family. Their family mm. is all different type of genders and different type of cultures races. and races and all that stuff. It comes together. They cast as... She's a Latina, Hispanic, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what Vin Diesel is? Tyrese Black, Ludacris is light skin. Natalia Emanuel is something. Dwayne Johnson is like black and Hawaiian. Yeah. So they just like they got and Gal Gadot. She was from wherever she was. Yeah, Han is Asian. Yep, they had every race. Hey. They had a uh, turb turb turbans. <laughs> oh, when they was in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Yeah, they went to Abu Dhabi. They showed them some love. I mean, they showed everybody love. And I don't, just because you ain't speaking to one of your female co-stars all like that, don't really mean that they ain't really showing love to the women. Do they treat y'all like crap on set, make y'all go get them, like, coffees, and they make you sweep up afterwards? Maybe. Maybe y'all got to make the meals for, like, the team's lunches don't know. and stuff. They I could, don't know. They could be actresses slash craft services, but yeah, I don't I, know that. I can't speak on that just from the outside looking in. It seems like... Things aren't that worth complaining about. So, just for that, since we can't think of nobody else, Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> you catching a stray. Yeah, you catching you a light now. stray punishment. Punished. Go sit in the corner and uh, think about what's worth it. Your pride or them Put checks. Your pride aside and ride. Checks probably me. small, too. That's probably yeah. what you're crying <laughs> about. <laughs> Vin Diesel probably pulling 100 million movies. She, she getting them Gal Gadot's. She getting that John Boy. If Gal Gadot got what she money. got for Wonder Woman. What did she get for Fast and Furious? She probably got we give you fifty dollars, twenty five dollars Chipotle gift card. She got a she got a Fow Wow and a, a Massage Envy gift card. <laughs> and you gonna get this look. This is gonna help you get bigger movies. And an edible arrangement. <laughs> In your tent, not your trailer. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, you are on punishment this week, young lady. Let's move on to the Ron Tomato segment of this show. Tomatoes. Let me see. All right. Is there anything we got to... Oh, yeah. We got to resolve the house. I don't even want to hear this one. <laughs> All right. So... The house, the house, the punishment. Because I was so off. All right. So, for the house... Well, I got to go actually to the episode. All right. So, for the house... On Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting at a... Hmm... Not wrap up, Rotten Tomatoes. All right, so on Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes. I ain't working with the slowest technology today. <laughs> All right, so on, once again, on Rotten Tomatoes, the house is sitting at a nineteen percent. Yikes! So let's see which one of us got the closest. I said something crazy, so I know I'm not the closest. All right, we'll go with yours first. 
You gave it a 53%. Yep, mistake. So I went with a 23%. And that's obviously 19's closer to that. So which gives me the victory this week. Uh. So after you cut all the way back up, I now take again a one point lead in this little shindig. So going back up. So the score is now sitting at. This episode, I've just been no preparation. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting at a 12 to 11 victory. Coming up, we still have Spider-Man Homecoming, which is looking pretty high. Yep, and I'm disappointed what my score is on that. And we also did, I believe, Wish Upon. Was that what that movie we did last week? That crappy horror movie that's coming Oh, uh, yeah. And then, so for this week, we are going to... We're going to be guessing on a film by one Christopher Nolan called Dunkirk, which comes out on the 21st of July. I need to try my best on this one because I know I lost this one. I know I'm losing Spider-Man. Unless some uh, haters come in and start bashing it right before it comes out. Let's see. What are you going to give Dunkirk? If my... (sighs) If my... uh, all the technology I've been working with today wasn't moving slow. I'd look up Christopher Nolan's films, but I'm giving high. Dunkirk a. Should I just just go with your first? We'll go with your gut. Go with your gut. Seventy-three. All right, we're close this time. I mean, not this time, but we're close once again because my the first number that came to my head. Was sixty two percent. I'm like, nah, that's too close to fifty. I don't think Christopher Nolan's gonna throw out a badly reviewed movie like that. Yeah. So then my second thought was seventy seven percent. Okay. So this could be a really could come down to the specifics because you're saying seventy three percent. Mm-hmm. Going with seventy seven. I can picture it being right around this area. So it's gonna just really depend on where it falls. High or low. Watch it fall at like 75%. (laughs) That would be crazy. But we're going to see. So, all right. So, for Dunkirk, which comes out on the 21st of July, we are going with 77% for myself, and you are going with 73%. So, once that comes up, we will see who gets the victory for that. All right. So, I think next is what movie we plan on seeing next. (laughs) I say that with all uncertainty. Or is it Blu-rays and... That's why, that's the category I literally forgot, so I think that is next. So, right. what the Blu-rays looking like for this we week? We got... Uh, just as far as Netflix, Act Jaws Out, we're both planning on watching that at some point in our lives. Because it stars, or it has Jake Gyllenhaal in that flick, and it's by the dude who did Snowpiercer. I'm going to go ahead and say there's no movies for this week because our two options are Zookeeper's Wife. Oh, my gosh. And Song to Song. No. Th- oh, wait. Song to Song is that movie with Ryan Gosling. And Roro. Uh, that's a movie I wanted to see at the theaters. Left too quickly. Didn't get to it, but I do want to watch that. Yeah, so other than that, we are good here. All right, so what movie do you plan on seeing before the next episode? Huh, I don't know. I mean, I go to the theaters this weekend. Obviously, Spider-Man Homecoming will be seen. Other than that, I'm going to stick to just that movie. 
I can guarantee that I will be seeing Spider-Man Homecoming, but I will probably see Despicable Me 3 first. Your boy is getting his whizzies taken out. Wisdom teeth. So, if there's a next episode, do not be surprised if I sound way worse than I do <laughs> on every other episode. So, just look out for that. So, definitely seeing Spider-Man Homecoming, but... I'm coming plan home. Plan on seeing Despicable Me 3. Coming home. All right, so I guess this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you call it. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Brat, Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Nady Crosby, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Mm. Uh, 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 Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. Bruh man from the fifth flow, aka uh, there was another name I had that I couldn't think of uh, the something something. So I'll save that for later. But it's Roly Man. Okay. You can find all our stuff on anything. Type in the Great Musical. There's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, Tumblr, Words, WordPress, icmovies.wordpress.com, SoundCloud slash The Great Musical. It's your boy Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, aka Kai Dolla Sign, Knife Guy, Book Engagement K, Young Black Philip, Kayanya Taylor Joy. Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, the Lorax, Station Wagon K, Chatwick, Flossman, and here we go. Sweet lady, would you be my, be my sweet love for a time? All lifetime. I said I'll be there. I'll be when there you need me and just every scene and receive me 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 and Dang, that was beautiful. Once you get around that part, so I'll say, hour 45, turn your volume down because I screamed <laughs> into the microphone. Southside. Uh, unlike other podcasts out here where you got to put... Turn your volume <laughs> down. You got to turn your volume up. Is that the bit like they're recording the podcast in church and, you know, saying quiet as a church mouse? It has to be because that's not over the head. I didn't know they have bars. If you ain't listening to that bad boy with your headphones, yeah. be in the What's quietest room possible. <laughs> Nothing moving. Don't move. And don't be an inch away from the laptop speakers because you won't hear a thing. Oh, you won't boy. hear the gems and the quotables <laughs> that are being dropped. Yikes. But anyways, who is now the those on the Mount Rushmore? Of suckiness. I mean, you got Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Jai uh, Courtney sucks. Mm-hmm. He hasn't dug his way out. Mm-hmm. Theo James. Mm, hold on. Let me hold on Theo James real quick. <laughs> Nat Wolf sucks. 
Alex Rose sucks. Mm-hmm. The king. Ansel is passing. Ansel's passing the torch. His ain't bag even of it. duty. He ain't even. Yeah, he ain't here no more. He, he is here. Re- he is retired Shout from being the king. Ansel awful. Him and that wild face of his has yeah. retired and, from being trash. Also, I want to make sure y'all know. You can get back in. <laughs> oh, yeah. It ain't something you can dodge. He's uh, he's all the way up. He's real far. It's going to be hard to drag him all the way back. But let him do one of these Nicholas Sparks movies. Let Which him I dress crazy. Him let him act bad in one of these movies. Let his album come out and it's not banging like this that, other stuff. He could stumble his way back like he's an insurgent running after that train. That was crazy. That running posture could get him a stumbling back onto this list. But who his posture in that movie running and baby driving? He was, so was good. flying. He looked sweet. He ran a four three. He action star. <laughs> Anyways, the new man. Who is he passing that bag of uh, garbage? That hot flaming bag of garbage. He has now passed it to Theo. Theo. James. Puddin' Pop James. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get this podcast popping so I keep everything <laughs> to myself. You're afraid that if you think too hard, your brain's going to ooze out of your ears. <laughs> all right, so. I don't like your little nickname. Nah, that's that's just, all I got to say. <laughs> that's not my nickname. That's just. That's what you called him? Nah, that's not what I called I him. When you started calling him Pudding Pop, I, I saw on an interview that Shailene uh, Woodley called him that. That's what Shailene she. Shailene Woodley that's what she didn't called, say that. That's what she called him. Shailene Woodley probably didn't take a shower that day, because <laughs> that's that's what I feel like she she doesn't do. Nah, Janae Aiko look. Aiko she don't shower like either. Who don't shower? Uh, who else don't shower? We all know Matthew McConaughey don't shower. Kalani looks like the dirtiest human. I have Bella have, Thor looks like Bella looks. Funky. <laughs> she looks like shower. she stink. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, she looks like she smells like pixie sticks and mud. <laughs> but anyways, right. shout out to Theo James. You're trash. Ansel Elgert. Those, Keep up the good work. Those listening, give us your opinion on who out of all those people we just named or somebody else you think should be the captain of this little sucky class that yeah, we got. I'll switch it around. Is it Nat Wolf? Maybe yeah. it's Matt Wolf. Comment, and then maybe we'll send you a poster. <laughs> hey. We're give away posters. Is it that hard? To Who wants just, a poster? Is it that hard to say? You free can put, poster. Free poster. You can put, like, a letter. Just put, like, A. If you, Like, this is Pretty Little Liars or something. Shout out to Pretty Little Liars for finally ending. Fi- yeah. It's sad. Finally. It's, it's sad, but it's been a nice run. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know. Other than that, I guess. I guess we done here. So I guess see we, y'all later. End this off with the yeah.